Remember that story about Cindy you-know-who? When her Christmas was stolen, she knew what to do. Why, Santa Claus? Why? But what if I said that's not how it went down? Monster! You gonna be okay? Because we can turn around right now. No. That poor girl. Her mother was killed in mind snake. Did you ever find the Christmas killer? Never got a reliable description of the man. Another Christmas killer thing. Not again. Us folks down in Newville, we liked Christmas a lot. But that thing that lives just north of Newville does not. What is it? The mean one. He's slippery. He's elusive. He's a mean one, that mister. I'm not going to be a victim anymore. Time to roast this beast. <laughs> You're a dead one, Mr. Hello and welcome back to the On The Slab Horror Show, the show that we bring to you each and every Friday night. As the King's t-shirt says, why Friday night? Ooh, Friday night is horror night. night. Absolutely. My t-shirt's in the wash, so... Well, you've been wearing it religiously for the last six weeks, so yeah, I would hope so. I mean, I can wear it inside out and stuff, but sure. Um, enough <laughs> jokes for tonight. This one is a big one. We're joined here, as you can see. It's not actually the Dynamo here with us. She, she, this lady's a bit better looking than the Dynamo. A bit better looking? <laughs> I don't know, he's a handsome man, to be fair to him. He is, but I think he'd even agree with me that he's more than a bit better looking than... Uh, Dynamo's one of our co-hosts, by the way. Crystal, uh, just in case we're wondering. Uh, <laughs> This is this is Miss Crystal Martin, who you might have seen lined up as Cindy from the newest horror on the block, the main one, mm-hmm. which is what would you say? It's a, a horror parody of The Grinch. It really has a little bit something for everyone, uh, and I will let you say that word because I'm not allowed to say it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But it is based on a classic tale about a green grump in a Santa suit, uh, and it's. Um, it was marketed as a horror film and it does have horror elements to it. It also has a lot of action and there's a bit of a love story. And uh, we've kind of been calling it like Hallmark Horror. And lots of comedy. That's, of, well. that's not a bad way of lining it up, a Hallmark Horror. Yeah. That could be a new, that could I mean, be a new genre, couldn't it? Actually? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, when I seen uh, Carl actually sent me the ads for her first um, when the trailer yeah. dropped. And the first thing is, I turned around and said was, I've been waiting for about 20 years to see Cindy Lou get absolutely tormented. <laughs> because that character in the the kids version, we won't we won't mention names, absolutely annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> well, um, I hope you like my version oh, better. <laughs> so seeing, seeing a reimagining of um, a, a children's tale, obviously, is quite big at the minute. Um, I don't know whether you've seen in the States, uh, there's an English version of Winnie the Pooh coming out. 
Oh yeah, it comes up a lot in the articles uh, yeah. that they've written yeah. about us. We're usually kind of yeah. tied together, and I kind of wondered if they love that or hate that. <laughs> I don't know. It's we, a, um, I would all, that would we, be all good. That kind of re, you know relation, you know. Yeah, we had a we had a great conversation all... with. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I think it's it's good for all indie movies. I think it's yeah. um, even if we're picking back on top of each other's success. Uh, I think it just makes room for more indie films. To break out and i think the horror genre is a really great place for that to happen absolutely absolutely and we've seen it like I, i've said we actually had a chat with one of the stars of the winnie the pill movie natasha tassini um and we said it to her that's going to be instantly infamous yeah doesn't matter where people are going to like it or not they're going to watch it to see it and people i have a feeling that this, <laughs> this is going to be the same well would you um, believe would you believe uh crystal i was only telling my partner about this yesterday this film i was like did you hear about the new horror that's out now called the the main one and i'm like it's about the, the grinch you know and uh she's like carl fuck off what are you saying don't be lying i said i swear because i always play tricks all the time on her and uh i was like yeah we're actually gonna be talking to the the main actress tonight and she's like oh you're serious i was like yeah <laughs> so i just dream man comes up with all the guests <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But before we go on, let me just bring you back to what you were saying about, you know, the way you can't mention that name or that thing. So was it like that on set when you were recording, when you were filming, where you like, you know, where you just, did you just purposely not mention that name or was it just a fun running joke or was it like a real serious thing, if you get me? A bit of both. It was kind of a fun running joke. Everyone's like, shh, 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 um, but we kind of also wanted to get in the habit pretty early on because we don't want to let it slip later on. And um, we wanted to honor that story and not detract from it, not steal from it. We just yeah. wanted to continue the story that everybody already knows and loves. Yeah. I mean, you, you brought up a very good point there of indie horrors coming into the market. Um, so like, I know this is, is down as an indie horror, but what was it like to work with arguably the hottest prospect in in indie horror at the minute, obviously David Howard Thornton. Uh, he's great on set. I mean, he's just he's super talented. It's amazing to watch him work. Um, he'll just kind of be off in his own little corner, like he, he put on the makeup for the first time, and he's in the mirror, like kind of seeing what kind of facial expressions he can make. Mm. And I think he was really working on how he can differentiate since everyone knows Art the Clown, like how he makes this different and really brings his own flavor and twist to uh, the mean one. Yeah. Um, and uh, beyond that, like he was a very generous scene partner. Like we have, um, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but like there are moments where we really needed to connect as two performers together. And it's amazing with all of that makeup and prosthetics and costume and everything. And he dissolves into that character, but you can still see the expressivity in his eyes, the expressiveness yeah. in his eyes, and um, and I was really able to connect with that, and uh, it was a wonderful experience. And he's just a really nice, great guy too, and he's actually been helping me a lot. Um, since the movie has come out, I've had a lot of people asking for autographs, and he does a lot of cons um, mm. all over the US, um, and goes and signs autographs and takes photos and everything, so he's kind of been coaching me through that because that's a new territory for me. So is he teaching you how to do your own autograph, is he? You guys, I've never thought of this wow. before, but you have to come up with like an autograph that's not your autograph, which yeah. is like, duh. I mean, I've had I've had an autograph uh, 
requests before, but not thinking about like going to a Comic-Con of some sort and doing of lots of them. So things you have to think about that you want one that you don't have to use your wrist a lot because it's <laughs> gonna get tiring. <laughs> like, and you don't, of course, wanna use what you use on your bank statements. Oh yeah. Bad for everyone to have. That, that uh, may so, or yeah. may not lead to fraud of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels like the most egotistical thing ever, but you sit down and you have to practice what you want your public signature to be. You're a little, you're a little 10 year old girl all over again. Yeah. <laughs> when I was, when I was a ten-year-old little girl, little yeah. I used to do my autograph when I was a ten-year-old little girl as well. So, <laughs> I mean, like at this point in time, with all the cons and stuff going on, you probably can't learn from a better person. Oh mm. yes, he's amazing. He's like that's like a full-time job for him. I think he's booked through all next year. Yeah, uh, we're ho we're hoping he makes it back to uh, for the love of horror, the horror con in Manchester that we're heading to next year. Hopefully, oh, um, hopefully you're yeah, at it. I, yeah, that'd be great as well. <laughs> um, be now, I, I have seen up with David and do cons together. Mm. It'd be great. I have obviously. I said to you beforehand, it's it's we haven't got it released over here, so we can't go into too much in it. Um, no, I really look we, forward all... to that. I have a lot of friends in the UK that want to see it as well. It's going to yeah, be streaming it's... sometime next year uh, everywhere. Oh, so yeah, I did. I did reach. I did reach out looking for uh, a presser, but. <laughs> I, do, I don't what? believe you for, for you know the screener things. Screener oh. of your uh, copy. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe we're going to get one. No, I can't imagine we will. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so obviously I can't. We obviously can't go into too much into the story and whatnot. But um, what was it like for you on set? You know, this is the ideal situation. I mean, with maybe more of a budget would be lovely. I'm sure we would yeah. could all be happy for that. But in lieu of a huge budget production all you want to do is work with passionate people like yeah. everybody on set was there to make the best film possible everyone's doing what they love everyone's working like three or four different jobs what, what would normally be that many jobs on set just to make it happen and yeah. uh, you know going long hours and and we would check with everybody, like, we just need this one last shot. Like, is everybody good? Does anybody need to go? And everybody always stuck it out until the end because it's a group of passionate, hardworking people that just want to bring this story to life. And what a unique story to bring as well, actually. Um, and another, sorry, uh, Greg, I just wanted to ask you one quick question, uh, Crystal, if you don't mind, and hopefully you can answer this. Um, I've been looking at a lot, of a lot of American reviews of the film recently and you know it's mainly positive very positive which is good it's really good to hear you know but i, I don't go on reviews myself but i just like if i'm you know if i'm doing the dishes i want to listen to something or whatever you know so the, the one thing they keep bringing up is the is that there's a lot of cg blood in in the in the thing would it have not been better to use like you know fake blood or well, wait, how did that pan out if you get me if you can talk about that like um that's a little outside of my jurisdiction that's a, yeah. I was the performer on it um i think that you know i've heard i've seen both sides of reviews some people really hate it and some people are like well it kind of goes with what they were going for um me not being a big horror person myself like i'm such a baby this makes it <laughs> more accessible to me because it right. is slightly less realistic but you still get the idea okay i i appreciated that because now i can watch that film and have a good time but yeah. i know that there are hardcore horror fans that you know wouldn't love the cgi and i think it all it really kind of just comes down to budget 
Um, I, I hope you. I, I, hope, choice. I haven't. I haven't I, actually asked our team that I, question. And I hope you don't mind me asking that question. It was just something that came into my head there, um, and it, and it wasn't a case of like, oh, why didn't you use this or that? Like, it's just like it's an interesting thing to that I kept hearing coming up, you know. But I, like, that's not the kind of thing that would deter me from watching a film anyway. You know. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, glad to hear that. <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've watched it. Place, honestly. Um, yeah. To, to kind of go with the spoofiness of it. Um, uh, it also could have come down to budget. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I've uh, watched I've watched a lot of B-rated horror, so CGI blood doesn't really bother me. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> like you, you just take it. You take the, the horror film that it is, and, and the story that it is, and you just kind of go with it. Yeah. Um, like this one, the main one, obviously, um, is a very fictional. It's a, it's a monster of of some kind, uh, where you take say. Obviously, we we go back to indie horror. You say you take Terrifier. I know you said you hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Where I it, haven't. It... Sorry, David. <laughs> no. I, I mean... would love to go out to support uh, my new friend David, but uh, no, I'm such a wimp. I would I would definitely be one of the ones that, that you've heard of people like passing out in the aisles or throwing up in the aisles. I'm. That's why I think <laughs> I've, I've I've just thrown you under the bus there. But, um, but when when you go to that, that that story could generally be just any guy dressed up in a clown suit so it, it, it could be more realistic if you know what I mean yeah so the effects could be different feel. like I understand the spoofiness is great um, and you see it in the likes of Jack Frost 2 and stuff mm. right it, it's all CGI blood it's, it's great and, and it brings in you leave your mind at the door and you watch the movie you enjoy it and you walk out great right. but there's certain horror movies you can go back and rewatch and rewatch because they're fun and this entirely looks like one of oh. those movies yeah We've had a lot of audience members uh, write to us and be like, I can totally see this as like my new Christmas tradition. And that yeah. means so much to us. Like that's what we're going for. We want cult favorite film, you know? Cult yeah. favorites the work. possible scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Cult favorites absolutely work. Do you know, Chris, you I, think I, cult favorite, it's I think you'll find though, a lot of, a lot of uh, European horror fans wouldn't be as, you know, nitpicky as American horror. American horror fans, really, <laughs> you know, like I mean, we, what I mean is, we, we we would all we'd appreciate the whole package if you get me, rather than like oh this this or this like, and that's why like we're don't me and me and Greg are dying to see this film, you know, we've been just, we just be talking about it all the time kind of thing, you know, so uh, it's gonna be great to see it when it finally comes out, like you know, uh, but I before, mean... but, sorry, Greg, I'm. I'm I'm in my uh, serious mode here, <laughs> but um. And it and he, and then he remembers he's a Raiders fan and hey, he's not stop in it. the serious mode. Stop it, <laughs> stop it, um, Crystal. Bring it back a little bit because we got a li- we got very ahead of ourselves there. Um, when did you start acting? And give us a little bit of history on how you started acting, and then bring us. <laughs> you know. I actually just uh, sent a message to my seventh grade drama teacher because <laughs> I had to be like, just so you know, I'm in a movie in theaters and it all started with your class. <laughs> um, and then, same well, you thing, have to my, start somewhere. Yeah, my high school drama teacher has uh, seen it twice now and I think he's bringing more people next week. Brilliant. Um, so I've, I, I was actually terrified to find out that I was accidentally put into an acting class in the seventh grade. I think I wanted something really geeky, like like study hall or something. <laughs> I like uh, ran to the school office and I was like, no, 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 I'm not supposed to be in this class. I don't want to be in this class. I was like a 
would read all the time and I was kind of shy and um, they're like, okay, well you have to go to the first day and then we'll figure it out later. And I was like, ah, so I went and I sat in the back of the class and uh, the teacher goes through, they're doing some sort of um, like acting exercise where you pull something out of a hat and it gives you a scene and you have to walk through it by yourself in front of all of these people. And I was so terrified. And uh, I, waited until the very end and I didn't want to go and then of course she's like well is everyone gone and the entire room turns back and like points at me and I'm like oh. <laughs> and so I had to get up and it was actually um kind of a horror one I've never really thought about that before but the the card read uh you're in a an, a scary attic and you eventually see something like you're afraid at first and then you see something that lets you know that everything's going to be okay and i just like it was like the entire room disappeared and i was in this really creepy attic and i was tiptoeing around and there's like cobwebs in the side of the ceiling and uh and i see this old box and i pick it up and then i jump because uh, mm -hmm. a jack in the box pops out of it and it's even scarier and then i i don't know i like looked at it and i was like well it's not that scary <laughs> Wow, I'm like terrifier. See, that's why I should watch it. <laughs> but, uh, and then I like kind of looked around and I started thinking like, wow, there's probably so much cool stuff in here. Like, I wonder what else I could find. And like, and then all of a sudden I was just, uh, everyone was clapping and it was over. And I was like, oh, acting's not so bad. I could do this. <laughs> I just, just... Um, I remember that uh, it, I had this epiphany that like, well, I love books so much and I love like getting lost in the books that I read. And now I get to become the character in life and not just in my head in a book um and that was such a pivotal moment for me because i never would have signed up for that class so i have to hand it to fate for there that go, i'm sure yeah. i was absolutely awful by the way in seventh grade <laughs> i think i have a, a really terrible uh I'm, I'm video sure, that my mom i'm sure your teacher would disagree with that <laughs> you know but I mean, um, that, that's what sparked it and then i stuck with it through um, high school and then that was when i decided i would pursue it in college and went from there awesome i mean you said you said you like getting lost in a book and like the way books can make people feel now you're doing that for people that love movies yeah mm. so it's all kind of come full circle what i really love about um acting and and entertainment in general whether it's books or or live performance or TV and film, it's um, it's kind of a practicing of empathy. And I mm. think it's really important for humanity to get to do that on a regular basis. Like we, we get to relax and turn on something on the television, but what we're really doing is stepping into someone else's shoes. And I think that's hugely important for us to move forward. Absolutely. And another thing I saw that you did, well, I don't know if you still do it, is the, the Avengers thing. Is that you, you yeah? You Captain Marvel? Uh, I, I, uh, I was in a uh, live show as a stunt performer, and that is all I can say. Yeah, that. that's and okay. I actually, I toured with a live show a while back um, called Avengers Assemble. I can, I can share that one. Um, Lovely, I toured yeah. for three years with um, Marvel Universe Live. Oh, how was that? Uh, was that good, yeah? Yeah. And uh, uh, for that one, I played Captain Marvel, and I toured for three years. Uh, we actually went to the UK. Oh. Um, we were, and we did a 16 city European tour. Did you play uh, Dublin? That would, um, yes, yes, I was in yeah. Dublin. There you yeah. go. I know a few people awesome. that were at the show. <laughs> um, did, you, did you get to spend any time in, in Dublin outside of the, 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 the actual performance? Yeah, the performers were really lucky because it took time to set up 
the stage each time we got to a new city. So we were in a new city every week, but then our yeah. court crew that was super hardworking would uh, set up our entire stage and the actors would get a few days off to go see the city. Nice. So uh, I did, I, I was in Dublin and um, yeah, all around the UK. It was super fun to get paid <laughs> to yeah. go travel. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, that's, that's class. Um, so the 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 producer is uh, Stephen Lamarte. Is it Stephen Lamarte? Yeah, Stephen Lamarte. Yeah, and how did you did you just like hear from him for your from your agent or no? You know I, had someone? With, uh, I had worked with Stephen before. We did a, a short film based on the Powerpuff Girls, um, oh, and it was called yeah. uh, the Powerpuff Girls: The Long Way Back. And I think it's still on YouTube oh, if you cool. want to see me as Bubbles. Yeah, um, but that's how I originally met him, and yeah, that was like four or five years ago. And then he called me up last year around Christmas time with this crazy idea that he really wanted to make a uh, powerful or a short film, a short trailer for yeah. um, the the mean one. We weren't even calling it that at that point. Um, yeah. It was just kind of this idea he had had, and he uh, got me to do that. We filmed that in like four days and that was just like this fun little project but after we had this trailer which he then cut in like the next week to have it out in time for Christmas and so many people went crazy over it they loved it it's actually you can't find it anymore because uh then we went and made a movie um <laughs> but, uh, it was really cool uh like all of everything uh all of the ideas he'd ever had for this like crammed into one little like four minute trailer well like long trailer but yeah. um it was really cool to see how many people were excited about it and were asking like, well, when does the movie come out? And he was like, um, well, that's that's it. That was the whole idea. We just <laughs> the trailer, thought that would be fun. And then people wouldn't let it go. They really wanted to see the movie. So he got to working with uh, the same team of writers that we had worked with on other things who, um, Flip Kobler is our writer on this. Uh, he had written the Powerpuff Girls. So I got to work with him again, which was awesome. Cool. cool. Um, and he actually brought his son to co-write uh, the mean one on. So that was really cool that they got to work together. And Flip Kobler also plays my dad in the film. Oh, very cool. So it's a really I mean, big, it's a good kind of together yeah, cast oh, and yeah. friends. It, it was like uh, a, a family affair for sure. Like it was like being at summer camp some of the <laughs> days that we were filming, you know, because we would see each other every single day for like two weeks straight. Um, and we're staying up late and then come, we might as well just sleep there. In fact, I think we were filming at a cabin some of the days and some people did sleep there. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, how do you go from writing the Powerpuff Girls to, to this? <laughs> I think Steven's really great at just taking stories that he loves and identifies with and puts his own spin on them. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't actually fathom because I'm, I'm not very good at creative writing or things, never was. I just, I just couldn't picture how someone can sit and write a script for a movie. Like, yeah, I, I could have great ideas. I just couldn't put them down on paper. So people that can do that are there. absolutely, people that can do that are absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I'm always amazed because I wouldn't even really try to do it myself. It's not something, I'm so glad that there are people that that is their thing because it, yeah, I agree. It doesn't really work for me either. But um, man, as a performer, you know, when you get a bad script <laughs> and you know when you get a good script and this was one of the good ones like um this character was a dream come true like i have such a great story arc uh yeah. it's it's really fun to get to play and, and see she's, that, she's see that from the the few minutes in the ad obviously it, it breaks down that uh your, your mother was obviously killed mm -hmm. um and it, it's 
is it it's kind of like a revenge redemption story really isn't it definitely yeah um but like you obviously get the story you can get the gist of the story quite quickly from there and then obviously stuff goes from zero to to 200 i'd I'd imagine rather quickly (laughs) yeah um i've heard from audience members that they love the part uh, in the in the movie where it kind of switches over to go mode and um I, I, I will tell you that I my favorite part of the film, I don't think it ruins anything, but there is a, a training montage. Oh, and, cool. uh, yeah. It's my favorite part to film, and it's my favorite part to watch. I am I think I really checked off a career box there. That was something I've always oh. wanted to do. Even, even, yeah. even Rocky had a montage. Huh? Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's, everybody watches that, and they're like, oh, man, I yeah. want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I, I'd say, it's just phenomenal. And as I said to you earlier, uh, the same as the likes of Winnie the Pooh, this is going to become infamous. But people will watch it. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be no doubt in my mind in that. Um, but for for this to get into the cinema and then obviously be extended again, um, it must be doing something right. Obviously, I, I mentioned Terrifier earlier had done the same thing weeks previous. Um, for indie horrors, it, it's great to see now. Yeah. Um, none of it, none of this straight to DVD buying in in a, in a one dollar basket at Walmart or in in two euro shops here and stuff. Um, to see indie films actually kicking on and and making money for people, yeah. so they keep making them, and they don't have to keep going and being cheap is great to see. Yeah, that's um, you know, it's nobody expected it to do what it has done. I mean, it, it's gone gone beyond any of our dreams uh, being yeah. in theaters. And I, I hope that that really kind of paves the way for more more um, indie films to get to do that. Um, because I think we need more voices out there and not just yeah. the ones that have a ton of money. <laughs> yeah, or the ones we're told to, to watch or listen to. So yeah, right. it's, it's it's great for, for, I think, for the people who like to look at, you know, different things outside the box. To be able yeah. to see them on a bigger screen, <laughs> you know, it, it is. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Like it really is. So, but um, even for the likes of yourself, now you're gonna have a name running around the likes of Hollywood. Oh well, Crystal was in this movie, so let's try and put her into a movie that has, say, a bigger budget. <laughs> say you go, say you go from that to, uh, I don't know, whatever new horror movies coming out. Like you might necessarily go from main role to main role. But you can work your way into names of people's net or people's minds. That would uh, be like, awesome. Everyone, everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if if you look at even say the likes of, um, oh, what's Rachel's name? Jennifer Aniston. She started in what was an indie movie in in Leprechaun. Yeah. You know I mean, Kevin Bacon started an indie movie that was um, Friday the Thirteenth and things like that. So everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah, and I think and look horror movies are a great way to work your way in. Uh, to well, even, 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 even Leonardo DiCaprio, he's an Oscar winner, and he was in uh, he was in Critters 3. I stand on the shoulders of giants. Yes. <laughs> it's a great launch it, pad, it, isn't it? <laughs> I see, it seems to be horror is where everyone wants to go first. It's all well and good going in, being a comedy actor, but to actually play... A character when you're actually scared or terrified and trying to fight for your life and things would probably be a lot more difficult. You can always gain comedic timing, but being able to portray fear is probably a lot harder. 
Yeah. I'd say. I would say though, Crystal, that you won't just pigeonhole yourself into horror. Am I correct in that? Um, yeah, well, so I'm actually also a stunt performer. Uh, awesome. So I, I really enjoy this, being able to bring both my stunts and my acting together. I think um, this, this was really special for me because I started in acting, like I said, in, in middle school, high school, college. Yeah. And, uh, and then when I went out into the industry for the first time, it was with acting. But uh, then I met a bunch of stunt people who were super cool and they started training <laughs> with them. And then I did the live shows and that took me more into the stunt world. Um, and it had gotten to a point where I'm very blessed that I was making a living doing stunts and that mm. was awesome. But I was also had this little voice in the back of my head that's like, but you're not really acting much anymore. <laughs> and I was really missing that. So this was exactly what I kind of had on my vision board for this year is I wanted Awesome. more acting to come my way and uh and then this just took off which has been a dream come true and i think that will kind of i'm hoping will help steer my career a bit toward a middle ground between stunts yeah. and acting um but i do love the action stuff that's really nice i think if i if i got on something with a bigger budget i would definitely um bring in some of my other stunt friends and be like hey, bring me a stunt double even though i may not <laughs> necessarily need it it's always uh it is nice to have there's a reason that they're are, they are two separate jobs and that's because even though I can do both, like one, I want to give my friends work um, so that I'm not hogging two two jobs, you know? Yeah. Um, but also like it's easier if you're, if it really takes kind of a different mindset when you're acting versus when you're doing stunts. Um, so it's really good if it is separated. Um, yeah. on, on a lower budget thing, we can make it work, but I think, um, I'm excited for the day that I get to call some of my fellow stunt women that uh, look like me and be like, hey, I got a job, <laughs> come, come be my double. Awesome. Um, I mean, that would be you, a... could, you, you could line up to be the next Jackie Chan-esque person who done, who became famous for doing <laughs> both. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> um, have, have you got any, um, have you had any really bad injuries doing stunts? Um, I've had a couple concussions. I've had some black eyes. Um, wow. One time I got popped in the mouth and I I have a permanent retainer. Um, oh my goodness. And that came off. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one was particularly <laughs> annoying because I had to go to the dentist and I really dislike the dentist. The dentist <laughs> is a horror movie. Uh, so, Absolutely. Uh, but luckily I have I not broken that. anything. I should find some wood to knock on. <laughs> that, that was my next question. So many rounds have you broken? Uh, thankfully nothing yet. Hope, maybe well, not yet. We won't even say the yet. No, nothing. I've never broken anything. <laughs> that must that must be a you must be a hell of a stunt woman to be able to not have said you break not broken a bone oh, from a you. finger to a toe right. to a leg or, or a rib or something. <laughs> okay. So, have you any other projects that you don't have to tell us? Obviously, but do you have anything else lined up that you're gonna be on or? Doing? I have several projects that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. Um, but the one I can is I. Uh, co-coordinated, stunt coordinated, a feature film with my boyfriend, Brandon Elmore, who's also a stuntman. And um, that should be coming out in the festival circuit next year. It's called The Misadventures of Vincent Hick. Uh, okay. And I think it's really going to be special. It's um, shot all in black and white. And the, the core team is great with comedy. And also they did their own stunts. It was also a low budget film like this one, but um, they were game for anything we threw at them and they were 
very good athletically and I think we got some really special stuff. I'm excited for everyone to see that. Uh, you can find them on Instagram, uh, Vincent Hick movie. Uh, on Instagram. Maybe if you send it to us, we'll we'll throw it out there as well for you. Yeah, I'm just going to say maybe maybe when when it starts coming out on the circuits, if you ha if you you and your boyfriend have time, if you want to come on and have a chat with us again about oh, that, that. yeah, so it'd be fun. great to chat about that. I know it's, maybe it's not horror, but that doesn't matter because uh, you know you're a horror girl now anyway. So <laughs> part of the gang. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're in, you're in. There's no getting out. That's it. <laughs> See? Yeah, I think I think we will let you go for now. We won't hold you too long. <laughs> it's been absolutely brilliant having a chat with you, and uh, some cool little stories there, and some little nuggets and all. And um, all we can say is that we we really really hope this does well for you, and that your career does absolutely skyrocket up to the uh, you know, thank you guys everywhere. So much. Uh, the movie is in films. In I'm sorry, in theaters. Uh, this next coming weekend, we've been extended. Um, so please, please, please go see it. Leave good reviews. If you if you liked it, then please review on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. And if you didn't like it, then the name is uh, Avatar Way of Water. So, <laughs> <laughs> she gets um, it. She knows what the fuck is up. <laughs> awesome. And, uh, yeah. Thank you guys um, so much. And I look forward to when it's streaming in the UK so you guys can see it. <laughs> and we'll tell you exactly what we think of it. We'll, we'll yeah. actually we will review it anyway. We always review films that we have an interest in. So. But um, happy holidays to you and your your partner. And, happy holidays. Yeah, and have a great 2023 and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Can't wait. Can't wait to see the name up in even more lights. Exactly. Uh, but for now, Greg, take us home. I mean, you you done it two weeks. You done it last week, so I'll do it this week, uh, as only I can. Uh, this has been your Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. And in the words of the, the great George A. Romero. And myself, as Carl politely put it last week, stay scared. Woo! There we go.